You know, Kevin, it's a nice night out. You know, it's it's the kind of night where you realize that all you really need in life is to lay on the earth and look at the stars. Is that why you called me out here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't it like- is 2 a.m. You woke me up. You, what? You, I thought you would like to look at the stars. It is so cold. We drove out of the city. You didn't talk to me the entire time. I was worried something was wrong. You wanted to look at the stars? Well, yeah. You don't like them? The ground is covered in snow. Look, Get I- in the car. What? Get in the car. Happy New Year, Kevin. Happy New Year. A little bit late, but yeah. (laughs) I mean, (sighs) we're not lying. It's the first time we've talked to each other in the New Year. I mean, that is true. We sort of, uh, we we kept the distance to keep the the, uh, illusion alive. (laughs) I mean, that's sort of the thing about the the two-week schedules. We're not always (laughs) hidden there right on the No, we're not not right on top of it. Not right on top and on mealy on top of it. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. How are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing fine now. Uh, <laughs> I had I I ordered some pizza last night. Oh, uh, and apparently I must be allergic to some ingredient in it because uh, I just got hives. Oh, what what type of pizza did you get? A cheese pizza. Oh, like you do? Yeah. Okay, so, so like, you're you're each are allergic to pizza crust, pizza sauce, or cheese. Well, like I called them up. So this is like a new uh pizza place in my area. Yeah. And I've actually had them once before. Uh did it give you hives? No. Okay. No, no nothing happened. Uh though there's some though I think it's like the first time you hit an allergen it might not affect you. That just sort of just like sets it off for all the other times. Yeah. But like I called them up. And I was like, hey, yo, wonder if I could get a list of your ingredients, because I've never had an allergic reaction to food before. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I was allergic to sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So I know that experience. But I've never had, like, you eat something, and then, like, your your lips sort of feel puffy, and you get hives, like, all down your arms and across your chest and stomach. Yeah. And back. Yeah. Uh, and you like, feel, like, a tightness in your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I never had had that before, uh, but like the only the only clear because it's not like I'm going out and traveling places. The only clear indication of what could have done that is I had the I had the food, and then it happened. Yeah, yeah. And especially considering like the uh, the the mouth stuff. Yeah, especially where it happened and the order of operations it happened. Yeah, like order of operations makes it pretty clear that unless something really weird happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm allergic to the mask I wear when I go out. Yeah, um, yeah, which you know I also wear all the time. <laughs> so unless if it's that, then it's got to be the food. So I call them up my ingredients and like, well, what kind of pizza you get? I'm like, I got the cheese pizza. And they're like, okay, well, I mean that's 
<laughs> just like these cheeses and the dough and the tomato sauce. Like we can see what kind of like what stuff is in like the dough, and it's just like two kinds of flour <laughs> and salt. Yeah, uh, there's garlic oil along like. Uh, they said a specific name for how the garlic oil is prepared. Is it comfy? That's, yeah, comfy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm not allergic to garlic. I'm no. like, is, I'm, am I allergic to when it becomes comfy? Well, <laughs> how is the, that possible? The, there is um, a thing. If they store the oil too long mm-hmm. for, uh, like, a garlic comfy, if they keep the cloves in the thing, there's a chance for botulism. But I'm assuming they know that. Yeah, no, and, like, it, it feels like if that's the case, then they should hopefully have more than just one person. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and botulism is different from an allergic reaction. Like, it was very much an allergic reaction. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it had all the signs of an allergic well, reaction. Looks like you can never have cheese pizza again, Kevin. Well, <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Here's my plan. Here's yeah. my idea. Here's okay. the concept that I'm going forward with. Mm-hmm. I have half of that pizza still left. Oh, no. Um, I am going to do it a test where in the morning I'm going to try eating the pizza. Okay, I get it. So you're like you're like fasting. And then you'll well, – so nothing else could be the reaction. And then well, you'll eat the pizza, pizza. More of I'm doing the morning so I don't have to go to sleep with hives. Oh, okay. If that happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also have reactin. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, tough acting, reacting. Well, yeah. Just so you know, uh, you might need Benadryl. I'll, I'll also go out and get some Benadryl. I just use aloe vera to rub on the hives, uh, but they all like were gone by morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not a severe allergic reaction. Just no. Like it was a somebody was a who's month. lactose intolerant but is willing to have like diarrhea and farts for pizza. <laughs> well, I was just gonna test. I was gonna test to make sure, like. Like, logically, the first time, that would make sense. But it's not like I was being very aware, like, oh, I don't eat everything being like, now let's see if this is going to give me an allergic reaction. Because <laughs> I've never had an allergic reaction to food before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the worst part of it, actually, like that I'm dealing with sort of today, is that, be- like, I'm so- essentially kind of in the tail end of it now. Because, uh, like, the reaction happened, like, last night at, like, 9 or 10 p.m. Yeah. Uh is that I still have like the uh, like the hives can still appear if I'm scratching because yeah, yeah. you're irritating your skin again exactly yeah. so they can so whether or not just like, appearing on their own they can pop up again and they're on the palm of my fucking hands <laughs> so like I can't touch anything or flex my hands oh that that sounds great you know what Kevin the more for you someone talk, who works on a computer all day <laughs> yeah, yeah I know fantastic. Uh, you know, the more you talk about this, the more it feels like it's a metaphor for 2020. <laughs> that I wanted to get something delicious and good and then it just <laughs> fucked me. Yeah. Well, I just – just like you got this thing. It's a normal thing. <laughs> it's a, a thing no- that I have It's a normal I- thing. It's a normal thing that happens every day somewhere. Every day I- somewhere is eating pizza. And I and- don't want to be allergic to this pizza. It's so good. It is yeah. so good pizza. Yes, it's really good. Like, yeah. You know, like being alive every year is really great. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah. Um, You know. It's better than the alternative. And (laughs) Yep. Uh, And then, you know, at first it was you were kind of like, oh, this is a really good pizza. And then you're like, "Mm, something's happening. Something's not right. And then you looked around and was like, could it be anything other than the pizza? Is it possible? (laughs) 
<laughs> is it possible that something other than the pizza is, is affecting me in this negative way? And then some time passed and you're like, no, it definitely is the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the pizza. And then you were like, well, maybe I can figure out what's going on and solve the problem. I'll call the restaurant. You looked around. And you're like, what's going on, person in charge? Tell me. You're in charge of this pizza. Tell me what's happening. And they were like, well, I don't know. It could be any number of these things. And you were like, hmm, great. I mean, I mean that would be more like if when I called the pizza place, they were like, no. <laughs> What, do you not notice that everybody who's eating your pizza is getting sick and they're like, well, I mean, maybe uh, this they is are. The first, this is the first call we've ever answered. <laughs> I mean, our phones have been ringing, but we've just sort of been like, ah, it's probably not a problem. Yeah, and it's it seems like to me, Kevin, you're sort of in like the summer area of 2020 right now where you're like, but if I try the pizza again, will yeah. it still be bad? Maybe it and- wasn't the pizza. So so they closed down all of those pizza places, and but there were, like, still open pizza places, like, in, you know, like in, in the next subdivision, and people would go to that subdivision and buy that pizza and bring it back here. It's like, this is the pizza that got us – isn't this the pizza that gave us the reaction? No, no, no. This pizza is from a different place. No, no, no. <laughs> this is Hawaiian pizza. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is the pizza I got, and the pizza you got is what made you sick. See, the pizza I got won't make you sick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is a <laughs> that's that's the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what a clever way to open the podcast, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I I also think the metaphor would work better. Also, if you were like all the toppings on the pizza were things that have just been sitting around for a while, and it's like you shouldn't use those. And they're like, I mean, we'll use them eventually. Eventually, they'll all sort of like come together into one pizza. But for now, we're just going to sort of let them sit around. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, We're not going to deal with them now. Aging food is an old age technique to enhance flavor. (laughs) Aged cheddar. Aged ham. Aged steak. (laughs) And you already have cheese, and that's just aged milk. Yeah, yeah. And wine is just aged grapes. See, aged stuff all over the place. This food sitting out here in the open sun is fine. (laughs) I left the I left these grapes on my porch for uh, two years, just sitting in a bowl, and now I got wine. That's how that happens. Yep, try it at home. Uh... Now, now I'm not <laughs> any any sort of a wine connoisseur. Is the term I'm gonna go with because I know there's Somalier. another one. Sommelier. There we go. I'm not a Somalian, but I do. <laughs> but. I think I know how wine is made. I've seen the video where the woman falls over. <laughs> Man, that is an old You know, you know what cut. I feel like wine is, Kevin? What? I feel like um wine is kind of like Reese's peanut butter cups where they're like, "Oh, you got your grapes and my sulfates." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you got your sulfates and my grapes." <laughs> Why are you just walking around with sulfates? <laughs> Gotta, Gonna gotta, build a bomb. Gotta preserve some stuff. Oh, you went the other way. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if sulfates are using a bomb. I just assume everything could be using a bomb in some way. I mean, probably. <laughs> that's, what makes, that's what makes it a type of bomb. You use a pipe, it's a pipe bomb. You use sulfates, it's a sulfate bomb. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's that's definitely how that works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what 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 are your um what what are your thoughts on 2020, Kevin? Um, 
I think it was, in the end, a collision of a lot of things that, like, obviously the, pan, like, you know, the pan, the big thing, the pandemic, uh, was just sort of the, I don't want to say the, the straw, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the saying. Yeah, that's the that, saying. That Good. is the idiom. Good. I don't know, man. I, I, idioms are idiotic. Uh, but it's more of that because of it, it really sh- shined a light on things that a lot of people like knew, but it brought them to breaking points, essentially. Like nothing that really came out this year was like new things for 2020. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the global pandemic was well, even something that was like new. But you you listen to uh, experts, and they're like, "Well, we knew that a pandemic would come because yeah. that's how it happens." <laughs> well, yeah, the the thing I think your point is really uh, this year magnified all the problems that we're having in the world. Yeah, absolutely, Am- like. Uh, Oh, climate change? Yeah, there's these horrible natural disasters going around. Oh, a pandemic? Yeah, because all these behaviors are happening and that usually leads to a pandemic. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a reflection of like all the uh, poor features and traits of uh of a lot of societies that get magnified by the fact of yeah, something like this. Like, like This year was really a top 10 worst list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but but out of that there's there's something to be said for, you know, shining a light on the dirty parts of the house. Like you can't just ignore that there's something growing in that corner. Yeah, you got to deal with it. Yeah, you don't just put a couch in front of it and go, "See, it's fine now." Some people do do that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that the couch is moving? It's fine. That's just the massager I installed. It feels like we should look behind there. No, no, it's fine. Oh, now we're all sick. Uh, we're good. Weird. <laughs> weird. No, the uh, the thing that I've always said about uh, the pandemic specifically is that it is a it is a very it's weird to say unique because it's not unique. There's been pandemics all throughout history, but it's a very focused uh, showing of all the flaws with the way that we approach a lot of problems. Like, yeah, yeah. so many problems were kind of be able to be, I am going to say, like, like bull rushed through by just, like, f- like almost forcing them not to be problems. You could gloss over them, right? Yeah, but yeah. something like this, and we would we'd gloss over them with things like... Um, you know what's the the whole the whole rugged individualism thing where it's like oh as long as I'm doing what's okay for me, it's fine. I don't have to worry about other like, you know don't I don't need to think about other people. And we literally had a situation come up where the only way to protect yourself is to protect other people. Yeah, and people could not get their heads around it. <laughs> They're like, like, wait, what? Do you- what? <laughs> But... Wait, wait, hold on. Mm. I'm doing my own, I'm doing my own thing, not worrying about other people. How is that hurting me? It's like, well, because other people, because when you do things like that, other people get infected, and then like businesses shut down and people die, and that will affect your life. Yeah, yeah. It turns <laughs> out 
you know, when uh, your uh, hospital system is on the verge of collapse, uh, it'll start affecting things. Well, I uh, I was talking to someone about the fact that, like, there actually is a – you can draw a very distinct line between the toilet paper shortages at the beginning and hospitals overwhelmed right now, especially in the yeah. States. Yeah. Um, because, like, when toilet paper was running out, the reason that happened was because, like – the stores it's not that there was actually a toilet paper shortage it was that stores don't stock enough supplies for everybody to shop at once yeah they stock enough supplies with the assumption that a portion of the of the uh of the population will come on saturday and then some will come on wednesday and some won't shop for two weeks at a time and that's and that's sort of how they always seem to have enough supplies but when yeah. everybody comes in on one day and buys toilet paper then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the, all the shelves are empty of toilet paper. Uh, it's the same thing sort of with the hospitals. Like, our hospitals do not – are well, not, the, are uh, not hospitals, equipped. Yeah, they don't expect to hold, like, 5% the of entire the population, population at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you do that, like, it's not just causing a problem for people who are sick with this specific pandemic disease. Like when you go to a grocery store, uh, just because it's out of toilet paper, like once people are out of, like, you know, the Lysol wipes, you start seeing other things disappearing. Yeah. Like a lot of baby wipes are gone. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, because baby wipes are gone, you now have to buy something else to make up for that, which someone who wanted to buy that thing has to buy something else to make up for that. Yeah. And it's like this cascading thing until people are buying uh, like notebooks and tearing out the pages and being like, guess I'm going to poop on this. <laughs> Something I never did. Note, <laughs> note to butt, scrub. No. Uh. <laughs> Please clean me, paper. Fold up. <laughs> People outside just plucking leaves off trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our abundant leaves. Um. Yeah. And like, it, it absolutely sucks that a lot of. Things that happen with society at a whole on a grand scale usually only come out of absolute tragedy. Like, nobody can just look at something and be like, this is going to be a problem <laughs> and yeah. deal with it then. Yeah. 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 Nobody – we had every opportunity to get, to get out in front of pretty much every issue that happened this year that was major. Yeah. And, and and people just uh, didn't. Just Just couldn't. Handle like what was that uh, yeah. post we got here in Alberta was like, hey, this is your like four week notice that it's essentially Christmas in four weeks. If you want to have a Christmas, stop being a dick now. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a lot of uh people in your in your life that are? I mean, I guess the best term for them is anti max mask, and it sort of encapsulates a, a big chunk. Um, here's the thing, I don't have a lot of people that. Uh, I guess would dispute the use of masks. Mm -hmm. um, but I uh, have noticed there's a lot of people who just sort of like think that they personally don't have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they're not like, oh, masks are bad. It impinges on freedom. They're just like, but everyone else is wearing one, so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that just comes mm. out of a great misunderstanding of what <laughs> the masks yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I my yeah. my ironically favorite uh, response to people come up is like, well, if your mask works so well, why do I have to wear mine? It's like you don't 
you distinctly do not understand the concept. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> okay, so if your seatbelt works so to, well, why do I have to wear mine? For, first of all, I'm going to have to explain to you how vaccinations work. Do you believe in vaccines? <laughs> um, have you seen the um – uh, the the write up the guy did the comedy write up the guy did essentially explaining how the um, RNA or mRNA vaccine works. Oh, I haven't, but I bet it's wonderful. It's pretty great. Just explain it's like, oh, you know, you, you know, they uh, they attach this thing to this protein. So when the protein comes in, your body just like, who the fuck is this guy doing here? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the so they, fuck? So they beat the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then when the, when then if the actual one appears, they go, oh, this fucker again. I'm gonna get him. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember how to punch this guy. I punched him before. Yeah. The, but the I, other, the other thing I was exposed to in terms of masks this year is like the industry I'm a part of was deemed an essential service. Oh, yeah. So, so we never really stopped all year um, working, and uh, as a result, I met with a lot of business people, mm-hmm. and I would, I would say until about October, I was the only one wearing a mask. Yeah. Uh, which uh, you can ask my fiance, uh, did not do a lot of good for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I was fortunate enough that I worked in a um, medical auxiliary industry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I worked at a med school. It's kind of, it's, like, it's about as auxiliary as. <laughs> yeah, it's right next, right. It's ten, tangential. Liter- well, it, it's, it's touching the circle. It's Kevin. literally, it's literally touching the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, I I got, at least got to talk to a lot of uh, a lot of doctors and medical pre- practitioners and professionals uh, about this. And I was, I mean, fortunate enough to work the entire time from home, which is at this point I've worked long at this job. I've worked longer from home than I have at the job. Yeah, uh, and it's, no, I, I am also grateful that even though I never stopped working the whole time, I got to do like ninety percent of my job from from home. Yeah, and uh, I yeah. and I had uh, just the, the the thing that I found from about like working from home is that I'm constantly I feel like I worked harder from home just because I'm like, well, I gotta prove I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I just be constantly just like, all right, well. Got to make sure I'm doing something, I guess. They don't think that I'm being a layabout at home. I mean, that also happened for me, but sort of in the way where I was like, I need to do something today. If if I just, like, I haven't been productive for, like, three days because nothing's happened, like, business-wise. Yeah. I need to do something. So I started doing, like, be like, okay, I guess I'm doing these chores this day. I guess I'm doing this exercise. <laughs> like I made things up to trick my brain and to think I was being productive. Yeah, yeah. And like the 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 only thing I was thinking of the entire the entire time, like when I, you know when I was wearing a mask and doing that, I'm like like the 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 quicker that I could do my part to like you know flatten the curve, lower the numbers, uh, make sure people aren't you know, getting too sick. The the quicker that other people could get back to work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, rather, no. Rather than dragging it out forever, a lot. A lot of people talk about how like, uh, like late summer, early fall was like a break, and like they stopped being locked down. But like my behavior never changed. Well, well I mean, since my, I, like I've been doing the same things basically since end of February. Yeah, and the thing like 
at least in Alberta, we were never really in a lockdown. Nope. Like whenever, like whenever people talk about quarantine and lockdown, we never hit that. We that never actually happened for us. Nope. Like, <laughs> but those are the terms that people are aware of. So it's the terms that they use. Yeah, yeah. They're like this lockdown. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you have no idea what lockdown actually is. <laughs> you like, don't know. You can't handle the lockdown, and they can't. And they can't, Kevin. They can't. I've only been been in lockdown once, and that's because there were guns outside. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> One thing I will say about 2020 uh, that's a little less negative is that there there reached a breaking point for me where you know mental health and stress and that all came to a head and it really sucked and then. I started just there was nothing to look at except for the like very few constants in my life that I still appreciated. And it really made me appreciate them a lot more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, my dad lives seven blocks from me. So while I haven't seen him or touched him in like a year, um, you know. In, in a, like, very social thing, I can go to his house and wave through his window. Or, like, we can drop off a, a care package to each other just by walking. Uh, you know, and uh, before it was just like, yeah, he's over there. But now it's like, oh, I'm so glad he's close. Um, and, and same, like, I'm so glad that I live with people that I get along with. <laughs> uh, you know, the, I've seen a bunch of people who had to move during the pandemic and i can't imagine a worse time uh, other than actually being sick (laughs) yeah 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 i don't know like i've i've sort of been under the i guess you know going through this like i'm probably one of people dealing with it the the best because this is like (laughs) an ideal situation for me (laughs) 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 i don't know i'm not uh super social as it is i do think one thing that came out of this is that a lot of people really were able to to actually classify what their feelings are on things (laughs) yeah i've seen quite a number of people who before this were like like you know oh i'm you know i'm uh you know, I'm I'm, I'm an anti social person. You know, I don't really like seeing people being being like, "Oh God, I gotta see everyone." It's like, yeah, it's like when you don't have the choice anymore. Yeah, yeah, it sucks a lot more. Yeah, I, I mean, I will be honest. I only miss seeing about six people. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about it. Um, you know, other people are nice to see, but I'm not like you know chomping at the bit. I'm like, oh, I'll get to them when I get to them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what what else sort of like happened uh, this year? That's is there is there anything that you can say that has nothing really to do with the pandemic? I got engaged. I mean, that is true. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the the pandemic. <laughs> I was nope. gonna. I was. I was. Ooh, there was a moment there where I was gonna be like, hmm. Maybe I will put that up as a thing you cannot say. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it's reasonable to say that the circumstances that made me decide to propose 
were related to the pandemic. <laughs> but but the reason that I did had nothing to do with it. I like the, I like the idea of essentially just being like, well, we've been uh, effectively trapped in the same house for uh, for almost a year now. Might as well put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not the that was not the reasoning. Um, although the the few people who were involved in planning it, it the proposal with me, um, were very much they very much put a lot of pressure on me to get it done during the year so they could say something good happened, um, uh, which was not pressure I appreciated. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not fair of them. Yeah. Uh yo, I need to say I need to say something good happened this year. It's all up to you. Um thank you for that unneeded pressure. Well, I, uh, and I think the thing is honest. I think when if people really took an honest uh look back, I think what happens a lot of really bad big things happen, but I'm sure in people's lives a lot of small good things occurred out of it and maybe those small good things are you being able to pick out the people around you who are trash and be like cool don't have to deal with you anymore yeah oh i guess i miss these people but i don't miss these people so i guess that means that those people actually matter to me (laughs) i didn't have to see some of the some of the uh more trash members of my extended family ah yeah 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 I was able to avoid that because they were able to be picked out. A spotlight was shined upon them. We were able to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, Talk a lot out, about you got, you got out your laser sight. <laughs> we're like, you. <laughs> I've painted you non-friendly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> an airstrike, I guess, was the implication there. Yeah. Oh, there's another thing that happened that's non-pandemic pandemic related that I would say is a good thing. I got to take a a, a university course this year. Oh yeah, uh, that was fun. Would you learn nerd stuff? You nerd. Uh, I learned some writing stuff actually. Nerd. Uh, I took I took a course on essays. Ooh, ooh, the most boring kind of writing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you actually, know, no, I also, don't think that's, that's actually true. This probably is the most boring not. kind of writing. But essay writing can be really. Yeah, yeah. Good. Essay writing is is can be very varied. What would be the most um, boring kind of writing? Not even, no, I I I tempted to say, and it's almost the most boring answer. But technical writing, I guess. Yeah, technical. Technical. Well, I would say data input is the most boring <laughs> writing. But I wouldn't call that writing. I would call that copying. I guess that's true. <laughs> that's that's as much writing as like just putting things into boxes is writing. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably say technical writing. I'm again, what, what, what? What about you, Kevin? Give me give me your give me a one highlight for twenty twenty for you. <laughs> Well, as, as I said, like the year, I always I feel bad because personally, I don't think my year was as bad as other people's years. Like by far, I'm sure there's people that, that that's fair. I feel like other people also had worse years than I did. Yeah, like I and I, I personally know people who definitely have had uh, had worse years, and then I that you don't even have to personally know people; you just can be like aware of people who probably had a worse year. Yeah. Than, uh, than you personally had. Like, 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 all in all, really, like, back in March, uh, you know, like, you know, last year I started a new job. Then back in March, I that job went, 
you know, moved to essentially working from home, which is weird. But even working from home, I was actually able to be more useful at my job since I, you know, I able to set up a lot of the stuff that we used when working from home or the lot. And we were able to do this really interesting way of making the all of the work still happen, despite the fact yeah. that like it's uh, it's independent and. I didn't like there's honestly there's no reason for me to go out and I'm <laughs> not really one who's like like I, I like I live with my I live with my brother and my sister-in-law and a baby yep <laughs> but like we live in a place where I can just go into the basement for weeks at a time cuz I got a couch I can sleep on like I I find it hard to complain on a personal level about yeah you know, about twenty twenty. Yeah. I didn't I didn't you know lose my, anyone. My only complaint on a personal level is is uh, how other people acted. <laughs> I mean yeah and and, yeah. and yeah. just to be clear, people do really really uh, struggle with uh, being alone for long periods of time. but do need that social contact. And that is yeah. a viable reason to complain. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. be, but because I honestly feel like I need very, very little contact and even, and who knows, maybe I would have felt a lot worse if I didn't live with my brother and my sister-in-law and a baby, my three roommates. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, you also like, you're technologically savvy, right? So, you know, we record a podcast together. We haven't seen each other pretty much all year. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm. I assume you look the same. I, I mean, I'm uh, pretty scruffy right now, but I. Have, Yo, hey, yeah. hey, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy. What's that hair doing these days? Um. Well, it's so thin in the middle, but still thick on the sides. That when I wake up, I've got two like hair horns. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if you if you've gone back into the. Uh, the fro than when we did that play. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, you know university. what? You know what? I'm not quite at that length because uh, I will shave my head before I get to that length again. How, how <laughs> did I convince the director of that play that I was the only one in our group who didn't have to grow a beard? I forget. Somehow I was able. The, I mean, and now I. I oh, have you know, big beard. I think it was because you were supposed to be the young one. Maybe, yeah. But I, 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 because they're all supposed to. I feel like maybe I was just like, the problem is that that at that time, if if I didn't have a like, if I did like my, my beard of this length has been like this for years, uh, at this point. But it, my beard does not grow in well. No, like the starting. Well, it's because it's red. Yeah. So the initial growth levels just kind of make it look like I have some sort of pale parasite. Yeah, on my face, yeah. like I have some sort of scar well, I, tissue. I remember when it was growing in, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, it does the the red doesn't always work at short levels. Once it gets to a certain point, and the red actually comes in and separates from the pale skin, then yeah, the, the, then it actually the, works. The thing is, everybody in our shepherds group there, like they were able to get haircuts, they were able to groom and trim, uh, but not me because I was supposed to represent nature and virility. Uh, you were the you were the main shepherd. I was I was the main shepherd, and therefore the main shepherd could not uh, <laughs> get a haircut. Apparently, ah, <laughs> uh, what a what a weird show. Oh, yeah, well, what a what a who what a hoo ha. It was it was a play from 
it was a the Shakespearean times. It was, that was, it was not during, Shakespeare. Yeah, it was it was a play from the Prohibition where the Globe was closed down, and so lawyers were writing shows. Yeah, um, and that tells you all you need to know about how bad that Middle English was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love the idea. <laughs> well, because the thing about Shakespeare is because we sort of uh, we 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 took some of his language, yeah, and put it into our, ours. Hit, the Shakespearean language actually kind of works a little bit better with our modern day understandings and tongues and this one wasn't that it was no it, it was it, just it was literally middle english legalese like yeah pure unbridled middle english one of the main character i remember had a three-page monologue that after we had gone through it we were like yeah this could be two paragraphs <laughs> it would it would be like uh <laughs> You'd be like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna put a, put on a version of, I don't know, John Wick, but this one's written by, <laughs> by a lawyer. This one's written by Dickens. Uh... I say John Wick, like it's like it's noted for its verbose language yeah, and yeah. not just straight up action scenes. Though I mean, action scenes are a language. Yeah, that's true. They're a language of their own. Yeah. Uh, have you seen, hey, have you seen Kevin, the John Wick movies? Kevin. Hang on, have you seen the John Wick movies? Uh, yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the, well, not the fourth John Wick. Is that out yet? Is that a fourth? No, 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 just three. I've seen the three, yeah. Is, is John Wick, two, and then Parabellum. Those are the three of them. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember which one, but one of them has just the, the fight, the fight scene that's just throwing knives. The museum of knives <laughs> they go into. <laughs> and... Man, I want that seed. So I don't know how you do it, but I want to gild it and put in like a, a frame. <laughs> Somehow I want you to frame a sequence from a film. I guess just just put an iPad on repeat and put it in a golden frame. Well, I guess I guess I know what to get you next Christmas, Kevin. Because <laughs> so because some human being was just like, all right, well, we're gonna have this fight scene, and eventually they're gonna go to a room full of knives <laughs> and just throw knives. Just throw knives at each other. Throw knives at each other. Uh, how so are you how, saying how was, there? Well, I was going to say let's move it more towards the present and and just uh, how was your uh, holiday break? Did you get a break? Uh, yeah, you know, I I got a break. And the thing about working with a a school is that you sort of take the school break. Yeah, that's true. So you know, all the students are gone, so you're kind of gone as well. Especially because how we're in a service part of that. Uh, so no, I actually had a I actually had a full break. Our Christmas. We ended up doing uh, a virtual Christmas. Oh yeah! So I set up a a Zoom room uh, that my parents and my sister in law's parents could sit in to see the baby uh, open her presents. Yep, and that was really most of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was. And then we did like uh, the the night before. Uh, we would. My parents essentially came over with uh, the stockings. They oh, just yeah. dropped them off outside our house, and we had their presents out there. So we sort of did that trade like that. Yeah. And then on the morning, uh, we did stockings and one present, and then we're going to meet up again in like, man, who knows when uh, <laughs> when restrictions are light are loosened yeah. again when it feels safe to do so. Yeah, we're going to meet up and have like a second Christmas in. End of January or February. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we celebrate a very secular form of Christmas anyways. It's not like the day is really all that important. Yeah, it's whenever you can uh, get together and everybody can be relaxed. Yeah, exactly. So we'll do. So I'm still holding on to my my presents for my family. They're they're hidden, (laughs) hidden away. (laughs) They're hidden in the basement that you don't come out of for weeks. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you? How's your? Um, I mean, I, I I have a very small window for break. Um, yeah. Because I work with retail. Do you have uh, the uh, do the split break where it's essentially you get Christmas off, you get New Year's off? Yeah, I get uh, this year. I got the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh off, and then I got yeah. the. 31st and first off as well. Okay. I never liked those split breaks. I had a job where I mean nothing happened. Nothing happened in the in-between time. <laughs> so. I mean, well, but that's kind of, that's kind of why <laughs> yeah. I cuz like really a lot of those jobs unless if it's retail obviously or yeah, yeah. that sort of thing then yes. You know, you have you work in those days when it was a movie theater. That was, you know, you'd come in and do those days and those are usually pretty busy days. Uh Actually, at that job, the there was a system where essentially there were, I think, five days. And I can't remember what they were, uh, but around that time that you could take off, like, three of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, unless you know, like a special disposition or something like that. Uh, but <laughs> so you would think, it's like, okay, well, I want Christmas Eve off and I want... Uh, Boxing Day off, and I want New Year's Eve off. Yeah, <laughs> you could pick those ones, uh, or you could get Christmas Day off, and you could get, you know, I mean Christmas Day evening. It's not like they're open first thing in the morning. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I try to kind of treat it is I'm kind of working part time because uh, nobody nobody want like I work with with people from other businesses, so they they yeah. don't want to do shit either. <laughs> <laughs> just, my, just two my, people my, playing my, chicken. My, my boss called me. My dad uh, called me on like January fourth, and he was like, "So, uh, how's everybody doing? Have you talked with everybody?" And I was like, "No, nobody wants. <laughs> nobody's like, all right, January second, let's get back to work. I want to hear from every person I work with from all over the country. Well, especially considering January second was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, I don't." Nobody, <laughs> nobody's into that, man. What are you? What are you doing? What are you? At? What are you doing? I just wanted to get back to back to work. Live your life. <laughs> yeah. Go out. Go outside. Touch a bird. Be f- I don't know. Be, be free. <laughs> go check be out free. the. Go check out the Beaver Dam six blocks from you. Uh, <laughs> it's Saturday, January second. <laughs> go home. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, but everybody's coping differently, right? Uh, yeah. So, you know, his coping mechanism is to work. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whose coping mechanism is is work. It always feels like, like, not to judge people's coping mechanisms, feels like a sad coping mechanism. Yeah, it feels like, feels like you could have a more fun coping mechanism. It feels like I think you probably have another coping mechanism. Like, even cleaning, I'm like, yeah, that's a cooler coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, at least, you, you know, you feel like you get a lot out of the cleaning. No, like, you have yeah, a clean place clean, after. You got a clean place. You're like, yeah, I was sad before, but now I have a clean place. Yeah. 
I need a roommate who's that's their coping mechanism. <laughs> I, what I'm really saying is I need to, a roommate who's a tool <laughs> for me to abuse their emotional instability. Yeah, not, not, a, to have a, not a tool is in, in there a jerk. A, a tool <laughs> is in there useful. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can grab them by the handle and use them. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like <laughs> I you feel- need a broom. Uh, I feel like those people, uh, those people are just coming out of uh, coming out of 2020 with just the cleanest fucking houses. <laughs> yeah, everything spotless. And I mean, God, I mean, and I mean, God bless them for that. Yeah, so, those, people are, those people are the real heroes. <laughs> no, the real heroes are the frontline workers. Uh, it's abundantly <laughs> clear. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I know people keep applauding them out, outside windows like that helps them. I mean, it's a nice gesture. Yeah, yeah. Feels like people. Feel like there's some people who should be doing other things as well. Yeah, like wearing masks. Um, <laughs> let let's let's leave 2020 behind, Kevin, because you, right. you know we do have to eventually get to our topic here. Yes. Uh, but but it's it's the New Year's episode, so that means we've got to talk yeah. about the 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 year as it as it comes. Yes, yeah, true. What, yeah, 2021. Let's uh, and before we start this uh, 2021 discussion. The first week I've decided doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So here's the thing. We are recording this on Friday, January the 8th. Yeah. It'll go up on the 10th. And boy, has it been quite, quite a first. Doesn't count. First week for America Do- and the world. <laughs> doesn't count. It's, it's yeah. back in the rear view. We're not I'm- looking forward to it. Initially, my real my real hope for 2021 is I have to, I I can stop thinking about America so much. Yeah, it's hard because we're in Canada and they're right pressed up against us, <laughs> uh, like yeah, a fat guy on the bus. The, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a really good analogy. Um, yeah. the thing I unfortunate because usually I'm the fat guy on the bus. Yeah. I'm like I want to press you up, I'm gonna push you back. <laughs> We'll put you right on the border, Kevin. You'll be our defense. <laughs> like a like a, like the goalie at the line. Just go, yeah. oh, come on. Uh, the thing that is wild to me is that you remember when Trump got elected? Oh uh, yeah. There were so many uh, Democratic Democrats in the um, in the U.S. that were like, "I'm going to move to Canada." And then Biden won the election, and there were a bunch of republicans who were like i'm gonna move to canada and both times my response was the same was like you're not gonna like it here (laughs) if if the the politics over there are so irritating to you i've got news for you like we're there's we're we're uh, we're gonna irritate you even more there's this astounding idea amongst a lot of Americans that Canada is just sort of this blank white void <laughs> that you just go to and it's like, hey, stuff. Uh, <laughs> but it's not. We are trying to deal with our shit. <laughs> yes. And it's really, really hard to deal with our shit. When your shit is you... flying everywhere, America. Yeah, it's like we're tr- like we're trying real hard to deal with like our own racism and our own bigotry and our own idiots. And, but every single time you come with someone that they're like, yeah, but look at America. And like, I'm like, no, I'm, that's not an excuse to not work on our own shit. I'm not living in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living here. <laughs> 
It's like being, it's like being like, yeah, I know, I know that our kitchen's on fire, but look next door, the entire building's on fire. Yeah. You know, I know I have an oil fire here on my stove, but I can see over at the Johnsons that their house is burning down. <laughs> so I'm, so what I'm gonna do is go watch sports in the front room. What do you mean they're all canceled? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you're an American, just trust me. It's just you, – you got to be just as irritated and despondent, if what? not more so. Yeah, yeah, because you won't understand it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be like, what do you mean you elect your – you elect the people in your province, which then elects the people in the capital? It's like, yeah, we don't vote directly for no. the prime minister. No, we can't vote directly for our leader. Also, also the the Canadian system, like as much as there's a lot of put pressure on the prime minister, he's literally just like the prime minister, and yeah. there's a bunch of other ministers. Yeah, he's num- he's the number one minister, but he's guess the what? there's a minister. lot of other ministers. Yeah, that are that are that are the ones who are dealing with things. He's just the prime one. Yeah, he's the one who has to explain it to everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, know. I I. Every time I see someone bring up the like, you know, you know, uh, usually when it comes to, like you know left wing people who are bringing up like, oh, you know, move to Canada, you know, you know move to Canada, I'm like you can move to Canada, but keep in mind we're dealing with the stuff. So if you come here, you got to keep dealing. You can't come in here and lax about. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna all of a sudden not hear what's happening in the United States. Well, <laughs> well I. I always bring up, like, so for the longest time, for the longest time, all of the shittiest people in Canada would go to the U.S. and be shitty there. Like, we're talking about Gavin McInnes and Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Like, yeah. like they're, they're, they're all Canadians who essentially, like, went to the States and started, like, the Proud Boys. Yeah. But now they're, like, coming back to Canada. No states. With all... They can stay over there, thank you very much. Yeah, so for a long time, we were pretty good at, like, our out- most outspoken uh, shitty people at just sort of, like, <laughs> hoisting them down south. <laughs> uh, but now they're back, and we got to deal with them because we can't just keep foisting the problem off on America because apparently that just makes it worse. Yeah, apparently it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Other, th- I, I guess I'll I'll go now because your thing was hearing less about America. <laughs> that is my hope. That is my number one hope for 2021. Is I could really start focusing on our own, our own issues. Yeah, uh, uh, my hope in 2021 is that eventually, when things become a little bit less restrictive, all of the reflection that I think a large slice of the population has done will result in, like, a happier society overall. Yeah. A lot of that will really entail on us, like, really just holding the receipts of 2020. Yeah. Like, remembering when when everything was shutting down and we're like, oh, global pandemic, we got to close down only essential workers. Who are essential workers? Minimum wage. Yep. The people who, for a long time, they're like, like, oh, well, that's just a starter job for teenage. Oh, we don't need to pump up 
the minimum wage, oh, it's not a job you should really have for a long time, are the ones that we were like, well, they have to go to work. Yeah, if, if they do not work, our, we oh, people will starve and die. <laughs> our our society will fail if these people that we don't want to pay anymore <laughs> don't go to work. They have to go to work, but we don't want to pay them very much, but they have to go to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, I really hope if you've ever been uh, the type of person to cause a ruckus because you think you get better service, that this year has taught you not to be such a jerk. Fortunately, people who do that, I don't think will learn, do learn anything. That's why you sort of – it serves on other people to push back against them harder. Like, yeah, I, I guess if you see a person being a jerk next year, this year – yeah, uh, going through. Uh, I think uh, you know. I think not only is it more acceptable to call them out on it. Uh, I think uh, it's it's every person's prerogative. I think it's your social responsibility. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what happens when you just sort of go, "Nah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine." <laughs> apparently, yeah. terrorists raid your Capitol building. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they uh, they go in and raid the Capitol building, but do a worse job of the British <laughs> who did it two hundred <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was watching that. And I'm just being like, oh, "We did that already." Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna burn it down? Old when news. is the burning happening? And boy, it's it's a real funny joke to say about it in Canada. But we did have that right that right wing guy try to go for the uh, uh, the, the alt right guy try to go for the prime minister. It's true. At least it's that was true. only one dude. But I mean, see what what, every- I, what I was kind of hoping for, Kevin, was that everybody would leave the building, it would light on fire, and then they would rebuild it, and it would be pink again. Just go well. I mean, that was the White House. Yeah, <laughs> there's the Capitol building. They're different things. Yeah, I uh, but I would like if they burned down the Capitol building and they just built it back pink. That would be funny. Yeah, uh, you know, in a very weirdly historical way. Like it's like, <laughs> like, like when you, jokes. Like when you see it, you you'd be like, oh, that's horrifying because the capital of one of the strongest uh, nations on Earth uh, has been burned down. But it's almost like, yes, yes, but it came back as pink. You see, that's a funny reference <laughs> to the fact that you're like, dude, not not the time. We're making the what? most of this by making a historical joke. Excuse me? <laughs> no. This, uh, w- wait at least a week. <laughs> yeah. The, one, the yeah. one thing I will say about that whole situation is that today mm-hmm. it's like people are resigning. People are getting arrested. <laughs> Yeah, like the people who were who were like, we'll just wait for him to be finished are finally like, no, we got to deal with this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Great for them. The plane has already landed and they're taking off their seatbelts like, well, I'm getting off this plane. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> if nothing else, it's a good final lesson. Yeah, I mean, you, like, you thought he couldn't do anything in his last few days. You thought wrong. I mean, that that, that is that is true. Like. For so long, he's gone with so much that you're just like, well, I guess we're just going to – there's a lot of that to be like, oh, we just got to ride out these last couple of days. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you know, in, incite terrorists to invade your capital. Turns out that's what you have to do to finally take responsibility <laughs> for yeah. shitty actions. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's what needs to happen apparently before, you know uh, – companies that allow you to have direct access to a large amount of uh, people to start to think mm, maybe he shouldn't have that ability <laughs> huh weird weird no my weird. Fa- favorite part about his twitter ban is yeah uh so he got banned from twitter and of course instagram yep. and facebook are all uh, looped in with that yeah 
But then he went to MySpace and got banned on MySpace. Did he get banned on yes. MySpace? Is he that got real? banned on MySpace too. He went to MySpace? <laughs> he, went to, he went to MySpace and got banned as well. Uh, <laughs> huh. Yeah, no, I saw that trending. I was like, oh, that's a, that is a uh, pretty funny, if generic, bit. But no, he actually got banned on MySpace as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I'm surprised he didn't just immediately go over to, like, Parlor because that's where all the shitty people are. I mean, he probably did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <sighs> he, he's probably reaching out on LinkedIn, like... I... <laughs> Man, man, that's just so great. Like, <laughs> that is that that is so my, great. That's my New Year's present to you, Kevin. <laughs> like, oh, like with all all of the shit, the twenty twenty and the first week of twenty twenty one. God, that call he made to Georgia was like five days ago. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff. Uh, I think. The president of the United States getting banned from so many platforms. I mean, is, Kevin, we didn't even get to see who his top eight were. We didn't even get to see. His, I mean, who was Mike Pence on it? Probably not. Uh, no, yeah. no. The I think the the greatest summation of his entire four years of nonsense. And nonsense is the amazing understatement. <laughs> um, but the entire four years is that boy, America, and the world is lucky that they're uh, close brush with authoritarianism and fascism was from an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I said this at the beginning, and I reiterate now, the thing is that he is an idiot. He is, like, like he's just not a... He's not a smart person. He he does not plan. No, like yeah. there is <laughs> like whenever anyone brings up this idea that he's like, you know, he has these schemes and these plans and really this is like a long-winded attempt to do these things. I'm like, "No, maybe the people around him, but he is not. He is a blunt weapon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> He is a blunt force moving in a single direction. Yeah, he's he's not, you know, this the secret guy trying to subtly work in these un, these underhanded uh, tactics. He's the guy who walks out and goes, "I think I should be president for life." Isn't that pretty cool? Maybe <laughs> I could be president for life. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Like okay, I guess you could just say it out loud as well. And I think that's what got a lot of people <laughs> so confused is that when you see someone. Just say something out loud. You're just like, I mean, there's more, right? Like, he can't have just said the entire thing, <laughs> was right? That, was that it? That that can't, like, there, there's got to be a deeper plot, huh? Like, we're so, like, we're trained through media so much to to see the most evil people as also being the most intelligent. And most competent. <laughs> and the most competent. That when you see someone who is, don't get me wrong absolutely vile and evil but is also incompetent yeah it like messes with you yeah and the the thing is you could tell the people around him were at least semi-competent 
Because they're uh, able to utilize his well, – Well, also just in the beginning, stuff would happen and Trump would say the stuff he says and we'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. But stuff was still happening. But as more yeah. and more people got stripped out as he was like, no, you're fired because I don't like you anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. The more people that like got stripped away, the more often his bamboozling like tumbled into the public view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like he stripped the competency away from himself. He was like, no, no, you just contradicted me. You're out. <laughs> uh, which I think teaches us about echo chambers, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. And now we just have to, you know, keep an eye on, like, Aaron O'Toole up here in Canada. Uh, I mean, I feel like specifically on Alberta, we have to look at the ruling party very hard for the rest I mean, of the time it's there. I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Man, I don't, I, I don't like our, you know, our episode like this being so political. But I mean, the things like that's been the year. Yeah, it's it's like, been a political year. Like it's it's been that's just what it's been like. Anybody who's who believes they can somehow talk about this year or talk about anything without with, with being absolutely apolitical is even in comedy and media and all that stuff. Oh, it's it, 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 t- it touched everything. Yeah. I don't think by now it's a secret what our politics are. No. Well, I mean, it might be a secret what our politics are. They definitely know what we don't like. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they don't know what we like. <laughs> Keep that a mystery. <laughs> I think I think we should somehow make, base our politics around Zoroastrianism. Mm, you know what? I'm not opposed. <laughs> we'll have we'll have we have a good president and a bad president. And they duel. And they duel. <laughs> They're represented by champions. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like, but one of them does have to be bad. Yeah, <laughs> what, what a, what a, I mean, that is really though the idea of an official opposition, right? Is 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 that there are two two opposing forces uh, that are keeping each other in check? I guess, yeah, that is the idea of the official opposition. Yeah. Though I mean, like the the things like it's not always distinctly like. That because sometimes the official opposition is close to the uh, <laughs> yeah. to the thing like, like like the liberals in the NDP. The liberals are like, but what if we did this social program? And the NDP are like, I'm listening. But what if you did it better? <laughs> and I mean, there there is also a worth having an official opposition essentially be the one to try to you know make sure the one's doing it well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, we should probably get to our. Uh, our topic eventually, but uh, I think I think maybe we should just you know until we get to it, just in case we run out of time, just uh, you know just maybe do a little quick wrap up of all our stuff because you know if you like this episode, uh, yeah, you should uh, <laughs> leave us a, a rating or review. Tell tell us what in your, in your rating or review, like tell us how you like the podcast, but also please just like what was one thing that you appreciate or a good thing that happened in 2020? Yeah, I know that the, these episodes don't always get the most. Uh, downloads <laughs> yeah. for reasons yeah. because you know it takes us so long to get to the topic. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, people just people just skip forward to when we reach it. Yeah, uh, but you know we really appreciate appreciate you listening to this one. If you want to talk to us about your year or what you hope for the next year, may- and maybe even if you're in America, you want to hear less about America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. I'm Astronman K. Weir. I'm at Mighty Fuse, and you can hit us up together at Third Space Cast. 
You can also, of course, send us emails. We're on the email. That's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Oh, and you can uh, grab my book now available in print, uh, All God's Fall. Yes, it is available in print. Uh, and that's that, and plus my older uh, book, Endless Hunger, and some of the short stories I've done are all available on my website, kevinweirbooks.com. So you can check that out. And our theme song is Barack Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space where Kevin and I go uh, – join us next week on The Third Space where Kevin and I explain what we're looking forward to for 2022. Oh, no. It's still 2021. What? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Yeah.